This is an AMI podcast. Welcome to Low Vision Moments, the podcast all about those sometimes frustrating, potentially embarrassing, but often pretty comical things that happen when you are just trying to go about your day with a visual impairment, blindness, or albinism. I'm your host, Jenny, and I am late again. My dad, oh, you would be so disappointed. My disappointment is immeasurable, and my day is ruined. He tried so hard to instill in us kids the importance of being on time. I won't bore you with the details on why this episode is dropping late. Not yet, anyway. But first, first, have you ever wondered what it's like to be related to me? No. Probably not, but we're going to go there anyway. My partner in crime for today's episode, and honestly, many, many other days of my life, uh, this is definitely by far the most special guest I've had yet. She's a mom. She's a grandma. I like to call her Gam Gam, but nobody else in the family is game for that. Uh, (laughs) She is a fellow baker, and she is a best friend for life. She's my big sister. It's Lisa. Hi, guys. That was quite the introduction. Right? I always try to talk up my guests, inflate your ego a little bit. What else do you want the people to know about you? Well, I'm pretty feisty for the most part. Uh, My best friend calls me Mighty Mouse. I've been a very protective older sister. My two kids, my oldest boy is 22 and in the Navy. My youngest is 14 and he's got cerebral palsy. So our lives are pretty hectic for the most part. And thankfully, my younger sister has been there to step up and help out in a lot of ways with appointments in Halifax coming with me. So I'm pretty happy to be on the show with her. It's going to be fun. Oh, well, thank you. You've raised a couple of fine young men, I must say. I try. The theme for this episode is family jewels, because Lisa, we're definitely the jewels, the gems of our family, especially when we're together. We have fun no matter what we're doing. Even if we're just running errands, (laughs) we're always having a good time. We always make it fun. And when I think about it, sometimes we're we're probably annoying the shit out of other people, maybe (laughs) making fools of ourselves, but that's the fun. You bring up running errands, and I think about the debit credit receipt. It's like 500 <laughs> meters long. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh man, yeah. So we went to the we went to the grocery store to get a couple of things, and it took me a couple of tries because of the damn touch screens, and they're they're all different, and that alone makes them less accessible. Like they're all different, just like debit machines. You have to figure out each one as you go to a different store. So we had gone to the grocery store and I was checking out, I was paying at the self-checkout and it took like, I don't know, what, four or five friggin' times and all these errors. So the receipt came out and it was like, we went to the friggin' fair and I won a bunch of tickets. It was so damn long. And I took it home. I took it home and I was like, I'm going to show everybody this. Yep. And then there was that very well-dressed, creepy old man. <laughs> oh, we're going to, we're going to get there. We're going to get there. That's, I think one of the perks of 
having low vision is you bump into people either literally or figuratively. You you, you get to cross paths with a lot with a lot of people that you might not otherwise. But we're gonna get there. We have had, oh my God, so many years. We've had the pleasure and pain that sometimes of knowing each other our entire lives. I think one of my earliest memories, though, Lisa, of realizing I can't see for shit. I think one of my earliest memories of that involves you. And our dad, as you know, is the dad with the handy cam, any <laughs> opportunity, yep. Christmas, birthdays, etc., capturing the chaos and the memories. But I remember I was probably like, I don't know, 10, 11, and I'm watching this home video. And it's of us as a family. We've gone to uh, Fort Beausejour like yeah. many, many times as a family growing up. And that's a historic site for, yeah. for people who don't know in New Brunswick. It's a national historic site. And um, I, I remember watching this video and the whole family is there. And one part of the video is me wandering around. I'm still like really young. I'm not very steady on my feet. I'm definitely under five. Oh yeah, you would and I'm like wandering two or three, maybe. Okay, you had you on a harness. Oh Jesus! You were leashed. I was leashed. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't remember that. You were, yeah, yeah. You had like a five point harness with a leash on the back. Oh my god! I don't think <laughs> they. I don't think they do that anymore. <laughs> but I remember watching this video, and I'm wandering around going, Isa, where are you? And I'm looking around for you. And on the screen, I'm of course able to see what's unfolding on the screen better than in live in person. Yeah. Because I can see that I'm wandering around going, Isa, where are you? And I'm looking for you. And you're like right in front of me. You're like a couple of feet away, just off to the side. Uh-huh. And that's one of my yeah. earliest memories of you know, watching this video and being like, oh my God, I really can't see for shit, can I? (laughs) But look, we've been making memories for a long, long time. And I am, I think I am prepared to be embarrassed. I think we're already there. Um, As what (laughs) that happens when you bring family in to the mix. But I think we probably have more stories than we could probably share in one episode. But do you have any favorite low vision moments? Any memories with me? I do. There's a few times like, yes, our older sister and I weren't overly nice to you by times when you're very small. We had a really nice copper shag carpet in our living room. Actually, most of our furniture matched it. So made things very difficult for you to see anything (laughs) of that color on anything. (laughs) So we would take and we would put pennies down on the carpet Oh my god! <laughs> and then we tell you to go find him. Oh my god! <laughs> I, I mean, we had pets back then t- too, so I'm not sure the carpet smelled all that great. But you'd be right down nose to the carpet. Oh my god! If that's not mean big sister shit, I don't know what is. I hope you had fun. Oh, we did. We did. We did. We definitely laughed at your expense. Did I ever find the pennies? Some of them. The really shiny, shiny ones, like the new ones, because they didn't blend in as much, right? So like the old, worn ones, you wouldn't be able to find because they just blend right into the carpet. So unless you got on top of it and felt it, yeah, you didn't Did our parents, did our parents know about this? Uh Uh-huh. I'd like to say they were part of the audience. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm I'm happy that I was able to make you all laugh. Oh, you did. 
And I'm, I'm getting better at laughing at myself. So that's, that's funny now. <laughs> I'm a good sport, right? Like when we get together, we play a lot of games together, right? We try a lot of different things. And over the years, we've tried some things that have worked out and some things that have not. Do you remember, I think I was home for Christmas one year, staying at your house and we tried playing Crokinole. Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> so for the listeners, Crokinole, it's like a tabletop <laughs> board game. It, it, Wikipedia says it's possibly of Canadian origin. And basically you're taking turns flicking discs across a circular playing surface and you're trying to get the discs into like high scoring parts of the board. It's kind of like shuffleboard or curling, I guess. And it turns out for at least for me, this is not a low vision friendly game, but I tried and God damn, were my knuckles bruised up after that. Do you remember? Oh yeah. It's, it's, I, oh, it's horrible. I mean, it's so hard on your fingernails. You fling these stupid little wooden discs right in that bounces into a post and back onto your finger. And uh, it's, it's a dangerous game. It's a dangerous but game. What was, what was happening is like, the discs would be coming toward me from the other <laughs> side, from the other player. And I couldn't see them in time to get my hands out of the way. <laughs> no, no, you get your fingers snapped a few times. I think one, I know. I one came across the table and hit you in the head or something. Oh, my God. That makes me think of when we went mini golfing <laughs> with Tyler, with yep. your eldest son. He was a teenager. <laughs> yeah. We went mini golfing <laughs> and God, I'm terrible at mini golf. But again, I'm you a good are. sport. I'm a good sport. If nothing else, we can have a laugh at how oh, yeah. horrible I am at mini golf. But Tyler thought it would be funny to, I, I how do I even describe this? He thought it would be funny to whack the ball as hard as he possibly could in my direction because he knew that I wouldn't be able to get out of the way. He knew I wouldn't see it coming. The welt on my thigh. Yeah. Good God. But we, we all like fell down laughing. I mean, we all had a really good laugh. Oh God, yeah. My, my tummy hurt so bad. I was laughing so much. Tyler still laughs about that. <laughs> he, he tells that like once a year at least. No, remember no, that no. Time? Yeah, I remember that time. I'm going to get him back one of these days. We'll take a mini golfing again. We need to exact a plan of action there. <laughs> one last game story that I I <laughs> I can't not share. We used to go to the cottage, you know, for the weekend, just you and I, back when yep. you had a little cottage, our, our late grandfather's cottage. And one summer we went for a weekend and you're like, let's, let's play 200. Let's have a couple drinks, play some 200. And 200 is a, a game where you not only have like a bunch of cards in your own hand, right? But you have to be able to see the cards on the table in front of the other players. <laughs> so my sensitive big sister here suggested, let's play 200. Is it because you're a sore loser and you're like, let's play this game. I'm definitely going to win this because she's never going to be able to see the cards in front of me. Probably because um, I can't win I'm, against anybody else. <laughs> again, I'm, I'm happy to oblige, but we tried it. 
I was a good, again, a good sport. I tried it and it was terrible. I, I don't think we were able to finish the game. <laughs> no, probably not. <sighs> but I remember trying and like, le- like getting up on the table basically to try and see your hand. <laughs> and then we realized, maybe this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> no. That same weekend, it was really, really, really hot. And we, ha- we were going somewhere. We were, I think, probably going back to the liquor store, actually. <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Um, but I remember we were dashing from the cottage to the car because the bugs were so bad. Yep. And I usually can't see bugs. <laughs> usually not a problem for me. But the friggin' hordes of bugs were so big, the swarms. I remember saying... Holy crap, there's so many bugs here that like I can actually see the swarms of bugs. You know, there's a lot of bugs when. Yeah, exactly. Even the last time you were here, we collected a lot of low vision moments. I had a hard time getting ready for this episode because I couldn't pick like I couldn't <laughs> pick which ones to tell. They're either really really far back in the past or like just last weekend when you were here. Yeah. I owe you an apology for last weekend <laughs> while we were here. For giving me food poisoning? Yeah, I gave you food poisoning. So we're recording this episode a week later than we were supposed to. You were in town visiting me last weekend, and it would have been cool to, you know, like record in person. But if a few things happened that, that prevented that. One of them is we had basically a dog fight club going on here yeah. um, where we had, to, we had to break up some dog fights. But... I did give you food poisoning and, and that's kind of a low vision moment in it, in itself. I was like insisting, Hey, drink this iced tea that's been in my fridge for a while. I don't think it's been in there that long. Apparently, you know, there was probably an expiry date, a best before date on there that I couldn't see. And apparently we found things floating, little chunks (laughs) floating in the iced tea after it was too late. So I'm really very sorry about that. It's all good. Shit happens. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really sorry. I feel really <laughs> bad about that. I'll get you back. I'll feed you something fermented next time you come. I like fermented stuff. <laughs> now, okay, but last time you were here, it wasn't it wasn't all bad. It wasn't all dog fights and getting the shits from iced tea. We <laughs> we collected a couple of <laughs> we collected a couple of other <laughs> low vision moments. One of them we went oh god they're gonna think we're alcoholics we went to the we again we were at the liquor store yeah we were at the liquor store i don't even you know it wasn't even for us we were looking for something special for your husband for his birthday right Mm -hmm. so we were i was scanning like i was scanning the liquor area like the liqueur area for something that looked interesting something fancy that we could shoot (laughs) family game night for us include shots okay so I'm scanning the shelf and I spot something on the shelf that is like it looks like the largest bottle of liquor I've ever seen in my life and so I'm like Lisa what the hell is that giant bottle that's unnecessarily large. It's comically large. And you just burst into <laughs> laughter. Tell them why. Tell them why, Lisa. Oh, because it was a temporarily out of stock. 
It was a sign. <laughs> it was a sign that said temporarily out of stock. <laughs> in my defense, in my defense, it was kind of rounded. No, it was kind it, of it rounded was, at the front. Yes, it was rounded. It was like a half circle. And it was but clear. to me, it was a comically large bottle of liquor. <laughs> and I, I could see how you would have thought it was a very comically large bottle of liquor. It, it did definitely have that shape. <laughs> Again, that's like, people must think we're nuts. Like, what are these idiots laughing about? I can just imagine what's going through people's minds. Not this past time you were here, but the time before that, we were out just doing mundane errands. We were at Walmart, or as we call it, Marché Mur. Yes. Because it sounds more high-end when we do that. We didn't make it to La Village, though, which is Value no. Village, for people who don't understand our language. <laughs> um, Value Village is a secondhand store in case, I don't know if they have them other places in Canada, but La Village, we didn't make it there, but we made it to Walmart. Yes. And... They, of course, didn't have any of the smaller, more manageable carts. So I'm driving around the giant cart, which is always a dangerous thing. Close calls constantly. But people tend to get out of my way because I'm, I'm, I'm not, um, I don't know, I'm not, I'm not shy with a cart. Like I've, I've got places to go. If you're not cooperating, somebody's, you know, might get hurt. I'm not running people over on purpose, but <laughs> the last time we were there together, I nearly ran over an elderly man, a very well-dressed elderly man. And after the initial shock of like, oh God, and he like, <laughs> he gave us a really dirty look, right? Yeah. He pretended to be really ticked off. Oh yeah. I thought he was going to yell at you. Me too. I was really worried. But it turned out that he, I mean, he had, he was just having a bit of fun. And it turned out that we bumped into him again later on at the till. Not, is <laughs> not actually bumped into him, but we crossed paths again. And he was pretending to shoplift. You're <laughs> <laughs> pulling his pockets with Lindor's. <laughs> so we had built up a rapport with him, right? Because I nearly ran him over. He gave me scary dirty look and then we all you know we, we were all like ah it's okay it was an accident you know and he's fine and he got a little bit chatty actually he wanted to chat with us a little bit but then we crossed paths at the till and he's shoving chocolate bars in his pockets and it's like a lot of chocolate bars it's not just like one or two he's got like six or seven <laughs> he's filling his trench coat pockets he was really well dressed, right? He was like, he, he had like a nice trench coat. He was very put together, very nice, like fedora type hat. Yes. Not someone who you would expect to just randomly shoplift. Yeah, no, it it the it didn't fit, which made it that much more funny. And he's like doing it right in front of the cashier as well. Oh yeah, not trying to hide it at all. No, not at all. And he was like, I think he was doing it to make us laugh. And we certainly did. And the cashier was not impressed. And then you remember you were about to leave and the cashier was like, are you guys related? <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when I realized, oh man, we're making fools of ourselves again. We're not acting normal. <laughs> that, that happens a lot. I don't know. Last time we went out, you told me you had a stinky ass. So shut your mouth. I did not say that. <laughs> you did. That is you not a low vision moment. Start. And you said, I have a stinky ass. 
I said, my mask is getting stinky. My mask is getting stinky. It was actually just my breath. It wasn't the mask. My breath wasn't great that day. That's not what I heard. (laughs) Remember that time you you, you took me driving? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I do. Go to this big, huge parking lot. So it'd be like a Coliseum or you guys got an arena. Something like that. It's just a huge ass parking lot. There's like maybe 15 light posts in the whole thing. So Jenny always wanted to drive. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it. Let's go. So we go to the parking lot. She gets in the driver's seat and she starts driving and she's not driving fast, but she's driving faster than I would like her to drive because she's driving my car and she can't see. I keep looking for this emergency brake on my side that doesn't exist. So anybody that drives and you're teaching someone or you're nervous with someone, you know what I'm talking about. It's this imaginary brake on your side of the car that you assume is there and it's not. And you keep hitting it because you want the person to hit the brakes. <laughs> and it kind of reminds me now, which this episode hadn't even existed, was Bob's Burgers when he takes his oldest daughter driving Tina. And they're at the top of a parking garage and there is one car in this whole parking lot on the top of this parking garage. And she's driving about five miles an hour and she's heading directly for this car. And Bob's going, Tina, just turn the wheel. And she's just doing her, uh, 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 and he keeps telling her to turn the wheel and she hits into this yellow car. So I think of that when I was driving with Jenny, because she was headed for a lamppost, but she was still miles away. But I just kept feeling the same, like, oh my God, she's going to hit it. She's going to hit it. And she's just oblivious to this. (laughs) So if you go back and watch the Bob's Burgers episode, that was me and my sister driving. It felt so wrong the whole time. It it did not nothing about that experience felt right. No. I forgot that it was at night. That was that was yeah, not not a good part of the plan either. <laughs> Probably not. I don't think we we weren't out there for very long cuz I think we both quickly realized like it doesn't matter how wide open this is, so, something bad is going to happen if, yeah. we keep, if we keep going. Yeah, this is just not a good idea. I'm glad you let me try it though, right? I'm I'm really glad that you let me try it. But even since then, I've had dreams where I'm driving a vehicle and even in the dream, I'm like, mm, I shouldn't be doing this. This is <laughs> this is not right. Somebody's going to get hurt. Well, at least I got to get you one thing off your bucket list that you may have not been able otherwise to enjoy. You know what? They have this like blind blind uh like cart, like driving derby. I don't even know the the term. It's like, you know, like you drive around in a circle and you're racing. I don't know. It's like a blind race (laughs) and it's a fun, (laughs) words are escaping me right now on how to explain this. I feel like it'd be more like a demolition derby than a race. (laughs) (laughs) But but you don't need to put any obstacles in the way. We do that ourselves as the blind drivers. It's basically like it's so it's like a fundraiser. It and it happens every year in New Brunswick. We should really do it. And so like I would be in the driver's seat, the blind person's in the driver's seat, and then you're you're on the passenger side and you're giving me directions. Okay, you're saying like, "Okay, turn left now." But it's like, you know, you're you're driving. Oh, yes. I think I've seen that before. I've heard of it. I think we need to do this. That could be interesting. I'm not the only one with low vision moments. You know, your your vision's okay. You know, maybe changing in your older age. It definitely but is. I seem to remember a time when we went out for dinner and we had borrowed our father's car. <laughs> and you yeah, you know where this is going. 
We, I do. not we, you parked immediately beneath a giant no parking sign. <laughs> and it was like, if you park here, you're going to get a fine. Absolutely no parking. This shit is reserved. <laughs> yeah. And you parked dad's car right underneath it. I did. I and did. sure as hell. <laughs> I got booted. <laughs> <laughs> I think I still have that. It's in a box. I still have my boot, like the, the, the ticket. Why would you keep that? Because it was the first time I've ever gotten one. It was pretty exciting. It was on the wall in the attic for years. I only took it down when we moved. Yeah, you had it up. Yeah, that's right. You yeah, had it up that was, on the that wall. That was momentous for me. I remember Jeff coming because Jeff got dropped off later. And I remember him coming into the pump house going with this yellow sticker going, you got a boot in your father's car. I'm going, the fuck I did? What are you talking about? And he gives me this thing and I'm reading it going, there's no fucking sign. That doesn't, what are you talking about? Yeah, well. We went back and looked. Not sure how I missed that one. I am blonde. That's my defense. I'm blonde. But you're blonde. I'm yeah. blonde. That's my defense. Oh my God. <laughs> Any Anything else that, we're, that we need to share in this episode? I, I feel like we're going to have to do another one. I say that to every guest because there's just too many. Oh, absolutely. There's like the times where I totally forget that you're blind. Because you're my sister and I don't see you that way. And you do things that blind people shouldn't do. Like move to Vancouver and ride the subway by yourself. And drive a bike through Vancouver and Toronto. And, you know, blind people aren't supposed to do those things. You know, you're supposed to have somebody there to help you or take cabs and stuff. So I forget. That's what you think. Right? So <laughs> I totally forget that you're blind a lot of the times. And I know I sit there and I go, well, Jenny, look at this thing over here. And I'm pointing. All the time, wildlife. Oh, look, there's a deer. Oh, look. And Bill's like, yeah, okay. Can't you see it, Jenny? Come on, can't you see it? No, Lisa, I'm fucking blind. You're like, what? You're like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Sometimes I just fake it. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Beautiful deer over there. Sure, I saw it. So, I mean, you can take it as an insult and I'm being mean, but I'm really not. It's because I honestly don't see it sometimes. So I, I, I tend to forget that you have that disability and my apologies, but it's out of love. There's nothing to apologize for. If anything, I should apologize for, for faking it <laughs> from time <laughs> to time. And you're like, you live in a, in a place where you can see the stars really, really well. And you'll be like, hey, look, yeah, there's this star and that constellation or shooting star over there. And I'm, sometimes I'm just like, yeah, that's great. Well, I, I think we could probably go on for hours and hours. Sometimes we do. Um, but, I, you know, again, no reason to apologize for forgetting or laughing with me or laughing at me because it's tr truly you're one of the reasons why I went ahead with creating this little podcast because you're always laughing at my stupid fucking stories and my jokes. And it really, you know, it really made me feel like, hey, maybe other people will find this funny. So thank you, if anything. Oh, my pleasure. Hey, who doesn't love to laugh at somebody else's misery? Like I told you, I'll help. if you fall down, I'll help you get up as soon as I'm done laughing. <laughs> and sometimes you'll ask if I'm okay first. Sometimes. I'll try before <laughs> I tend to burst out in hysterical laughter. If you can stop laughing, because sometimes you can't. Say it. Laughter is the best medicine, right? So if you're not laughing, you're crying and who wants to cry? That's right. All right. Before you embarrass me any further, let's wrap this shit up. Um, <laughs> yeah. Save it for another day. 
Anything else you want to say before we go? No, it's been an absolute pleasure and we always have a great time together and I wish we all lived closer, but COVID's put a damper on some things. You know, we spent almost a year of not seeing each other and that was rough. Last time that happened, you were across the country. Mm -hmm. So it's been nice having you home and I like having you close to my boy and that makes me feel better. We'll make up for any of that lost time. That's for sure. Oh, we always do. Well, there you have it. A little taste of what it's like hanging out with my sister and I. You probably either love us or hate us. And honestly, we really couldn't care any less. Lisa, I'm so thankful to have you as my sister. You're perpetually supportive and seriously one of the reasons I thought I could get away with creating this podcast in the first place. I can always count on you to tell it like it is. And you even helped me sometimes. You even helped me hunt for Easter eggs when we were little kids. I love ya. Thank you for listening and hopefully laughing along with us. If you have any stories of your own that you'd like to share and or if you're interested in joining me as a guest, just get at me. I'd love to hear from you. Send an email to podcasts at ami.ca or leave a voicemail at one 509 4545 That number again is one 509 4545 Make sure to mention low vision moments in the message, please and thanks. Let's connect on Instagram and Twitter. Find me there under uberblonde4, that's U-B-E-R-B-L-O-N-D-E, and the number four. A giant thank you to technical production marvel Sam Robinson, with assistance from Jacob Shymansky. And a shout-out to manager at AMI-audio, Andy Frank. Thanks for letting me punch in late again. And until next time, just be nice to your siblings. Hello, I'm Sean Priest. Join me monthly for Sean of the Shed, where I introduce you to all the technology that can be so useful to us as blind or partially sighted people. Find Sean of the Shed wherever you find all your podcasts.